Introducing the Independent Catholic Podcast. Are you tired of the same old narratives? Seeking an alternative perspective on everything Catholic? Look no further. We proudly present the Independent Catholic Podcast, your go-to destination for thought-provoking discussions, analysis, and real information that challenge the status quo. The black sheep is sometimes the only one telling the truth. If you're ready to explore the untold stories, uncover hidden truths, and embrace diverse viewpoints within the Catholic community, join us on this extraordinary journey. Our podcast stands as a beacon of independent thought, a platform where the black sheep's voice is heard and honored. Tune in and find us on Spotify, Anchor, Pandora, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. At the Independent Catholic Podcast, we believe in pushing boundaries and breaking free from the constraints of traditional narratives. Our episodes embark on an enlightening exploration of faith, spirituality, culture, and social issues, providing fresh perspectives that challenge conventional wisdom. We speak the truth others fear. What can you expect from the Independent Catholic Podcast? Diverse Perspectives we share a broad range of views from theologians, scholars, activists, and everyday individuals, sharing unique insights. Prepare to be inspired by thought-provoking analyses that are now being shared with the faithful like never before. Unveiling Hidden Truths, our podcast fearlessly dives into controversial topics often overlooked by mainstream media. We peel back the layers and tackle sensitive issues head-on, sparking important conversations that need to be heard and had. Global Reach, the independent Catholic podcast transcends geographical boundaries, connecting with listeners from all corners of the world. No matter where you are, our episodes will broaden your horizons and deepen your understanding of the Catholic faith. Engaging Hosting, Father Chris brings passion, intellect, and a touch of humor to every episode. He goes deep, Beyond the surface fostering an inclusive atmosphere of the teachings of the Christ, where openness and dialogue thrive, encouraging listeners to research the content independently. He chooses topics considered too sacred by traditionalists. Once a mind has been expanded it can never go back. Visit our website. The-independent-catholic-podcast.webador.com Ready to experience the truth from a different perspective? Join the growing community of independent thinkers by subscribing to the Independent Catholic Podcast. Remember, the black sheep is sometimes the only one telling the truth. And the Independent Catholic has been called the black sheep of Catholic podcasts. Embrace the power of independent thought with the Independent Catholic Podcast. Tune in today on Spotify, Anchor, Pandora, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. The Independent Catholic Podcast where truth finds its voice. Give me that old-time religion. Give me that old-time religion. Give me that old-time religion. It's good enough for me. Give me that old-time religion. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. And it's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion.
religion. It's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire. And it's good enough for me. Give me that old time Catharism, the forgotten faith of medieval southern France. The Cathars were a dualist religious group that emerged in the 12th century and rejected the authority of the Catholic Church. They believed in the existence of two opposing divine forces, one representing good and the other evil. The Cathars faced persecution by the Catholic Church and were eventually suppressed through the Albigensian Crusade in the 13th century. The Cathar movement is believed to have originated in the 11th century in the Languedoc region of southern France. It is difficult to pinpoint a single person who started the movement, as it evolved over time and was influenced by various religious and philosophical beliefs of the period. The Cathars drew inspiration from earlier religious movements such as Bogomilism, which originated in the Balkans. Bogomilism emphasized dualistic beliefs rejecting the material world as evil and promoting a spiritual path of purity and asceticism. This ideology resonated with the Cathars, who embraced similar dualistic beliefs and sought to live a life of spiritual purity. However, it is worth noting that Catharism was not a unified movement with a central authority. It consisted of various communities and groups with differing interpretations and practices. It spread through oral teachings and personal interactions rather than being established by a single charismatic leader. The Cathar movement faced opposition from the Catholic Church, which considered their beliefs heretical. The Catholic Church launched the Albigensian Crusade in the early 13th century to suppress the Cathars, resulting in the decline and eventual disappearance of the movement by the 14th century. The Cathars and Catholics were at odds primarily due to their differing beliefs and practices. The Catholic Church considered the Cathars to be heretics because they held beliefs that contradicted Catholic teachings as listed here. 1. Dualism The Cathars believed in a dualistic worldview, which was in direct opposition to Catholic theology. They believed in the existence of two opposing divine forces one representing good the spiritual realm and the other evil the material world. This clashed with the Catholic belief in the unity of God and the goodness of the material world. 2. Rejection of Sacraments The Cathars rejected the Catholic Church's sacraments, including baptism, confession, and the Eucharist. They considered these rituals to be unnecessary or even corrupt. This challenged the authority and teachings of the Catholic Church. 3. Criticism of the clergy The Cathars criticized the Catholic clergy for their wealth, power, and moral corruption. They believed that true spiritual authority and purity could only be found within their own community of believers, 
known as the Perfix. 4. Threat to Catholic power, the rapid spread of Catharism in certain regions, such as southern France, posed a significant threat to the political and religious authority of the Catholic Church. The Church saw the Cathar movement as a challenge to its dominance and sought to suppress it. As a result, the Catholic Church launched the Albigensian Crusade in the early 13th century to eradicate Catharism. The Crusade, led by Simon de Montfort, resulted in the destruction of Cathar communities and the persecution of Cathars. The Inquisition was also established to identify and eliminate heresy, including Cathar beliefs, from the Catholic Church. In modern times, there is no official fusion or reconciliation between Catharism and Catholicism. Catharism as a distinct religious movement ceased to exist after the Albigensian Crusade and subsequent persecution by the Catholic Church. However, it is worth noting that some individuals today may identify as both Catholic and influenced by certain Cathar beliefs or spirituality. These individuals might incorporate elements of Cathar teachings into their personal spiritual practices while still remaining within the Catholic Church. This could involve a focus on simplicity, spirituality, or a rejection of materialism, which were core tenets of Catharism. Nevertheless, such syncretism or individual interpretations do not represent an institutional or official fusion between Catharism and Catholicism. The Catholic Church continues to maintain its own distinct set of beliefs, practices, and teachings, separate from any Cathar influence. Catharism did not have a single, comprehensive holy book like some other religions. Instead, Cathar beliefs and teachings were primarily transmitted orally from teacher to student. They placed a strong emphasis on direct spiritual experience and personal interpretation of scripture. Cathars considered the New Testament, particularly the Gospels, as important sources of inspiration, but they rejected the Old Testament and many traditional Catholic teachings. They also had their own texts, such as the Book of the Two Principles, which outlined their dualistic worldview. However, without a unified and widely recognized holy book, Cathar teachings and beliefs varied among different groups and regions. Cathars did believe in Jesus as Christ, but their understanding of Jesus and his role differed from mainstream Christianity. Cathars believed that Jesus was an emissary of the true God, sent to save humanity from the material world, which they believed was created by an evil deity. They emphasized the spiritual teachings of Jesus, particularly his message of love, humility and renunciation of worldly possessions. Cathars rejected the idea of Jesus as the Son of God in the traditional Christian sense and instead viewed him as a divine being who took on human form to show humanity the path to spiritual liberation. Cathars had a creation story that differed from the traditional Christian understanding. They believed in a dualistic cosmology, which posits the existence of two opposing deities, a good god of the spiritual realm and an evil god of the material world a benevolent spiritual force associated with God and a malevolent material force associated with the devil. However, they did not have specific names for these forces or gods. They referred to the spiritual force as the good God or the God of love, 
while the material force was often referred to as the evil god or the god of darkness. These terms were used to describe the opposing cosmic forces in Kathar theology, rather than being specific names of gods. According to Kathar beliefs, the evil god created the material world and all physical beings, including humans. This material world was seen as inherently flawed and corrupt, while the spiritual realm was considered pure and perfect. In the Kathar creation story, the good god sent Jesus as an emissary to rescue the spiritual essence trapped within physical bodies. Jesus was seen as a divine being who came to reveal the truth and lead humanity back to the spiritual realm. The Cathars believed that through renunciation of worldly attachments and adherence to spiritual principles, individuals could escape the cycle of reincarnation and achieve spiritual liberation. While Catharism and Catholicism were fundamentally different in their beliefs and practices, there are a few similarities that can be identified. 1. Dualism Both Catharism and Catholicism acknowledge the existence of good and evil forces in the world. However, they interpret and understand this dualism in different ways. Catholics believe in the existence of God as the ultimate source of good and Satan as the embodiment of evil, while Cathars believed in a cosmic duality between a benevolent spiritual force and a malevolent material force. 2. Sacraments Both Catharism and Catholicism practiced sacraments, although they had different numbers and interpretations. The Catholic Church recognized seven sacraments, including baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, reconciliation, anointing of the sick, holy orders, and matrimony. Cathars, on the other hand, had two sacraments, the consolamentum, which was a form of spiritual baptism and initiation, and the endura, which was a form of extreme fasting before death. 3. Clergy both Catharism and Catholicism had structured religious hierarchies and recognized the role of clergy. In Catharism, there were different levels of spiritual authority, including the perfects as the highest-ranking clergy. Similarly, Catholicism had a hierarchical system with priests, bishops, and the Pope as the head of the Church. 4. Biblical Texts both Cathars and Catholics recognized and revered the Bible as a religious text. However, Cathars had their own version of the New Testament, known as the Book of the Two Principles, which was a modified version of the traditional biblical text. Despite these similarities, it is important to note that Catharism was considered a heretical movement by the Catholic Church, and the two had significant theological differences leading to conflicts and persecution of Cathars by the Catholic Church during the medieval period. The Cathars had a hierarchical structure within their religious organization. They had two levels of leadership, the perfects, also known as the good men or perfecti, and the believers, also known as the credents. The perfects were considered the spiritual elite and were believed to have achieved a higher level of purity and knowledge. The perfects were celibate and had to adhere to strict ascetic practices, renouncing worldly possessions and living a life of poverty. They were seen as the spiritual guides and teachers of the community, responsible for performing religious rituals, administering the sacraments, and instructing the believers in the Kathar teachings. 
On the other hand, the believers were the lay members of the Kadhar community. They were not required to be celibate or live in poverty, but they were expected to adhere to certain moral and ethical principles. The believers supported the perfects and sought their guidance in matters of faith. The hierarchical structure of the Cathars was designed to maintain the purity and integrity of their religious beliefs and practices. The perfects were regarded as the direct successors to the apostles and held significant authority within the Cathar community. The Cathars were also known as the Albigensians, and they had several rites and rituals that were central to their religious practices. However, due to the limited historical records and the secretive nature of their beliefs, some aspects of their rituals remain unclear. Some of the known rites and rituals associated with Catharism are as follows. 1. Consolamentum. This was the central sacrament of Catharism and considered a baptism of the Holy Spirit. It was performed by a perfect, a fully initiated member of the Cathar community, who would lay hands on the recipient and transmit spiritual energy. The consolamentum was seen as a means to attain spiritual purification and liberation from the material world. 2. Indura. The Cathars believed in the concept of Indura, or voluntary death. Some Cathars would choose to undergo a ritualized form of fasting, known as Indura, as a way to release the soul from the body and escape the cycle of reincarnation. This extreme practice was reserved for the most committed and advanced members of the faith. 3. Dualistic Beliefs Cathars believed in a dualistic cosmology, viewing the material world as inherently evil and corrupt, while the spiritual realm was considered pure. They emphasized the importance of rejecting worldly desires and following a life of asceticism, simplicity, and purity. 4. Spiritual Gatherings Kathar communities would gather for spiritual meetings, known as consistories, to discuss religious teachings, receive instruction from the perfects, and participate in rituals. These gatherings were crucial for the transmission of Kathar beliefs and practices. 5. Veneration of the Gospel of John The Cathars held a particular reverence for the Gospel of John in the Bible, considering it the most spiritually significant and accurate account of Jesus' teachings. They believed that John's Gospel contained secret knowledge and esoteric teachings that were essential for spiritual liberation. It is important to note that the Kathar movement was diverse, and practices might have varied among different groups and individuals. Additionally, much of the information about Kathar rituals comes from accounts written by their opponents, such as Catholic Church officials, which may have been biased or distorted. Since the Albigensian Crusade and the subsequent Inquisition there have been occasional claims of Kathar revival or modern Kathar movements. In recent years, there have been individuals and groups who identify themselves as Neo-Cathars or Kathar revivalists. These individuals are often interested in the historical Kathar teachings and seek to incorporate certain aspects of Katharism into their spiritual practices. However, it is important to note that these modern interpretations of Katharism are not considered a continuation of the original Kathar movement but rather a contemporary revival or reinterpretation. These modern Kathar revivalists often focus on themes such as spirituality, dualism, and the pursuit of personal purity. 
Some of these individuals may engage in rituals or ceremonies inspired by Kathar practices, such as meditation, fasting, or communal gatherings. However, the number of people involved in these modern Kathar revivalist movements is relatively small, and they do not have a significant impact on mainstream religious or theological discussions. It is also worth mentioning that there are scholars and researchers who continue to study and explore Catharism from an academic perspective. Their work contributes to our understanding of the historical Kathar movement and its significance in medieval religious history. While there may be some aspects of Kathar teachings that could be interesting to study from a historical or comparative religious perspective, it is important to note that the Catholic Church does not officially endorse or promote Catharism. Catholicism has its own set of beliefs, doctrines, and practices that are distinct from Catharism. The Catholic Church teaches the divinity of Jesus Christ, the sacraments, and other key teachings that differ from Kathar beliefs, such as their rejection of material existence and their dualistic worldview. However, in studying Catharism, Catholics, or anyone interested in comparative religion, can gain insights into different religious perspectives, historical context, and the diversity of religious thought and practice throughout history. Exploring different religious traditions can broaden one's understanding and foster dialogue and mutual respect among different faith communities. It is important to approach any study or exploration of religious traditions with an open and critical mind recognizing the differences and respecting the beliefs and practices of others. This is Father Chris, reminding each of us to act justly, love with mercy, and walk humbly with God. Children. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. And it's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire. And it's good enough for me. Oh. Give me that old time. Hello, this is a public service announcement from the In His Holy Name Ministry. We want to address the issue of hate crimes associated with the LGBT community. 
As followers of Christ, we believe that every person is made in the image of God and deserves love and respect. Discrimination and violence against the LGBT community is not acceptable. We urge all listeners to stand against hate crimes and to actively work towards creating a world where every person is treated with dignity and respect. Let us remember that love is the greatest commandment and that we are called to love our neighbors as ourselves. If you or someone you know has been a victim of a hate crime, please report it to the authorities and seek support from local organizations and resources. Thank you for listening. Let us continue to pray for love, peace, and justice for all.